your happiness was a shape, what would it be? If it was a color, what would it be? Stephanie Posefek, a designer and an artist behind a fascinating project called Updating Happiness, in this episode explains how she created an emotional check-in device that translates our ordinary moments of happiness into posters and pieces of art full of shapes and colors. Pretty cool, right? Ordinary moments are important to our happiness because they ground us in the present moment and help us to celebrate now. Interestingly, the research also shows that the older we are, the more strongly we tend to feel that ordinary moments contribute to our happiness. But then, to look at those small pleasures of life and express them into shapes and colors is just fascinating to me. So welcome to Expression and Happiness. My name is Claudia Mitura. I'm the work psychologist and a learning and development specialist. And this show and happiness is all about the bold question. What makes us happy? Stephanie, welcome to And Happiness. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to um, talk all about your fantastic work and uh, projects when it comes to happiness. So Stephanie, you are a designer, artist and author, and I know that you're exploring experimental approaches to communicate data. What this means in practice? Well, I guess I say designer, artist and author because I can't really figure out how to describe what I do. I do a little bit of everything, but generally I have a background in communication design, more traditional graphic design, but my career has led me towards working with data visualization and information design. And so as I've moved forward in my career, I've just liked to find creative ways of communicating data that are possibly more experiential or playful, that are very human scaled, that maybe are like the opposite of what you might be used to, like in a chart, in a newspaper or a PowerPoint presentation or a more traditional data visualization. So I like to just push what's possible with data. I guess the last thing to say is that I don't see data just as this material for statistical insight or scientific insight, but it's something that can be used in many different ways by many different people, whether that's as a way of documenting your life or as a kind of an artistic input or a way of bringing a community together. There's lots of different ways you can work with it. Oh, I love that. Documenting your life, documenting your experiences. And I think it's amazing to see that you are applying, I guess, that concept to updating happiness. Can you tell us more about the the project Updating Happiness? Updating Happiness was a commission by the Welcome Collection as part of their happiness season. I was originally commissioned by the curator, Laurie Britton Newell, and they wanted me to come in and I was given the brief of creating an emotional check-in device. Is there a way of collecting data from participants that gives them the opportunity to think about, reflect upon their own perceptions of happiness, then also find a way of sharing it with all the other visitors. Wow, brilliant. So emotional check-in device, which is absolutely fascinating because I think happiness may feel a little bit broad or abstract as a topic. Have you discovered something interesting by looking 
at those data and information that visitors were submitting using that check-in device. This is a project where you take a two-minute survey and you answer questions on your well-being and how anxious or sad you felt yesterday. And it's very fast. And then you try to describe happiness as an object or a sound or talk about what makes you feel better. So trying to like elicit really nuanced ideas of happiness from these questions. And then when you hit enter in this little app that I've created, that it will generate a happiness quote, which takes their idea of what makes them happy. I think what I found that's really interesting is that hundreds or thousands of people, as they've gone through the exhibition, have taken part. What's interesting is that everyone seems to like the same things, like the same things make people happy. It's still things like being with their pets, talking to their friends and family, hugs, being outside, being by the sea, food, ice cream. It's books, it's sleeping, it's uh, sun. So we all kind of are interested in the same. We've all been dealing with daily pleasures, right? Like (laughs) as we've been stuck at home for the past year. So those are the things that probably are at the forefront of our mind anyway. So we should celebrate them as like, you know, wonderful parts of life. Absolutely. I love that. I love that the updating happiness shows that we really love small daily pleasures that makes us feel good in life. And, uh, you know, when I was completing updating happiness, my was about hug from my husband. So here we go. I I support yeah. I support your theory of that there are certain topics or certain things in life that we all value and they all adding to our happiness. Updating happiness is about answering a few questions. And I think there are two key questions that create a base for the project. How happy do you feel right now? And how satisfied do you feel with your life in general? Why those two questions to measure happiness? This is how the UK's Office of National Statistics measure well-being in a population. The first is looking at eudaimonic happiness. So that happiness that's achieved through feeling like your life has meaning and purpose. And so that's why there's these questions about whether or not you're satisfied with your life and you feel it's worthwhile. And then they also um, measure a more immediate Uh, sense of emotion with that yesterday did you feel happiness or anxiety the present day this is what's happening right now the reason it is a good measure is because you can't have one without the other they both have an impact on your well-being in different ways yeah (laughs) absolutely brilliant because they're speaking about overall life uh, satisfaction but they're also looking at the kind of fleeting emotions and actually a combination of two is much more accurate way of measuring happiness Because I guess I could be really feeling unhappy right now, but that doesn't mean that I'm not satisfied with my life and vice versa. I could be really happy right now, but I might be not satisfied with certain components of my life overall. So it's a nice way of kind of taking the average between here and now and actually overall, what do I think about my life? And when participants enter the information, how you translating those positive experiences and those fleeting emotions into data? that you then visualize with such a bold shapes, colors and backgrounds. I was looking at social media and looking at the aesthetic of happiness across Instagram. And yeah, there are all these happiness quotes, although like even before Instagram, people used to put inspirational happiness quote posters on their walls pre-digital era. 
And so I, I just didn't like the aesthetic of them. Let's find a better one that is more unique, that really says what makes people happy. Every single answer that they choose in a survey is translated graphically into form, whether it's color, type, various layering of shapes and patterns. And then that all comes together to create this quote. So every happiness quote that's created from a survey technically counts as a data visualization. They don't look like pie charts or bar charts. But really what I'm trying to do is just push as far as possible. I'm trying to create variability. There's enough variety that it looks interesting to look at, but they're, they're not all the same. But then at the same time, if you care about the data, you can actually interpret and decode it if you choose to. I should say it was by Kin Design, a very wonderful design interaction and exhibition design studio. So interesting because I think you're right, you can kind of look at it and experience and read the quotes and really kind of get your sensory experience going by looking at those very bright, bold backgrounds. But you can also use your analytical skills to think about actually why is this square this color and how that potentially actually reflects on people's state of happiness, which I think is also fascinating in, in its own way. Does it help us in any way? to be visualizing our happiness because we're taking those fleeting moments of happiness and we're really trying to pinpoint what makes us happy. And then we have this beautiful visual aspect to it. Does it help us in any way? What's the impact on the participant? The process is what's offering probably more than just the end result. So just the act of the data collection of taking part Sitting and reflecting on the questions is going to offer a lot of impact because it's forcing people to pause and actually think about it instead of just going through their day and these things happen and then they don't even take notice of them. And of course, like then to see it like commemorated visually, I mean, the end result is a documentation of my life and my experiences, I guess, is a nice payoff or reward for that effort. But then also it's that contextual seeing how your perception of happiness fits in with other people. So really reflecting upon the experiences, taking part in that journey. And as you say, the end result is that, yes, wow, this is my life. There is a piece of my life documented, which feels beautiful and fascinating. But in the same time, that idea of I'm taking part in the journey. I like the fact that updating happiness is asking us to stop and reflect on our happiness. I really like that idea a lot. That's great. How can our listeners reflect on their experiences and engaging in updating happiness? We have lots of international listeners. They may not be able to go to the Welcome Collection. It might be also that some listeners are listening when the Welcome Collection stops showcasing updating happiness, how they can still engage with that uh, project on uh, updating happiness. You can just go to updatinghappiness.com and there's the web version of the project. And so there you can just, yeah, create your own. And then it only takes two minutes. It's very fast. And then you also, you'll see what yours looks like. And then you can download a copy for yourself and share it on social media and populate the world with more nuanced ideas of happiness. And what did you learn about your happiness? As you said, the journey is what kind of makes the difference to us. Did you have any specific insights about your own happiness as a result uh, of this project? 
upon launch, the question I chose to answer was, can you describe happiness as an activity? So I said, like, eating Haribo. And it's because a few years ago, I gave up eating those really sugary, sweet, sweet gummy candies. Because, <laughs> because I just think I'm, I, I was addicted to them. I didn't, I wanted them out of my life. You know, everyone's got their vices. So I, I don't have them anymore. But I think it's very interesting that like, the first thing, if I'm trying to describe it, it like means I really miss them <laughs> more than I thought. I really miss like the lack of all the various like Haribo gummy candies in my life more than I thought. <laughs> so that's that. It's it's not like the, the grandest insight. I just have a massive sweet tooth. That's pure happiness to me is sugar. I, I love so. that, Stephanie. I thought you were going to really um, to tell us about the profound meaning of life um, and happiness. But no, it's about no. Haribo Slayer Sweets. Love that. <laughs> yeah, it's just like sugar, sugar is addictive. <laughs> That's, yeah, stay away from sweets, kids. That's, that's my, my insight for you. Oh, brilliant. Uh, thank you so much, Stephanie. It was absolutely amazing to talk to you. And I think Dating Happiness is a fantastic project. And I, I have mine. I have my poster on my laptop as my background. So I look at it every time. And I really like that approach of thinking what does happiness means to me and how to actually and have it visualized. I think it's so powerful because it is such an abstract concept. So thank you so much for talking to me. Thanks for having me. Okay. Wow. I'm like buzzing with colors and shapes. Thank you, Stephanie, so much. So I think it's pretty obvious that I'm definitely daring you all to visit Updating Happiness to create your own poster of happiness uh, and please share it with me on instagram at happiness official what colors and shapes are you this week and also think of making a list of five ordinary moments that make you feel good and create opportunity this week to actually really appreciate them thank you all for listening i really do hope that i see you on instagram with your fantastic happiness posters and please 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 be a lovely human beings and like and subscribe and of course if you wish to get more tips sign up to our newsletter and next time oh yes next time we are speaking about friendships and happiness and why friends help us to live longer well except judy really you just make me live shorter <laughs> Just joking. I love you. I wish all of you to be happy. See you next time.